This is the Mark Dolan Way. Top tips for mind, body and soul, some great life hacks and my favourite products of the week. This show is available on all podcast platforms or you can watch it. Just subscribe to the Mark Dolan Way on YouTube and join the Facebook group. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope you are very well. Lots to get through today in quite a short but hopefully punchy episode. It's a very busy time of the year, so we'll do about half an hour today if that's all right. But um, look, quality over quantity, right? Uh, First of all, apologies if the sound is any different to usual, but I had a problem with my podcast microphone, which is relevant to mention because it's one of the themes of this of this show, which is about quality. So, this is the microphone that I use to speak to you, and it's called a Shure microphone, S-H-U-R-E, M-V-7. Super duper, apparently. Top of the range and not cheap. So I was just getting ready to record the podcast earlier today when a bit of it just came loose. So you have a little input there, which is called micro USB, which I'm not a fan of. Um, It's what Android phones used to be charged with before USB-C came along. Anyway, um, that's not relevant. We, We don't have to get into the technicals of it. But you'll just notice here that there's this little piece of metal And it has, how do I get that to focus? There you go. It has basically just fallen off the inside of this rather expensive microphone. And I'm furious about it because I'm not able to use this microphone to do the podcast today. I'm using the microphone within the laptop, which is, of course, never as good. And so it takes us to our first theme of the day, which is something that sure microphones have not achieved on this occasion, which is do things properly. The sure microphone is a good microphone. It is very, very solid. It's heavy. It sounds great. And they have sold many units. It's probably the most popular brand of podcast microphone. I think Joe Rogan uses one. And uh, sure has a great um, pedigree in microphones. A lot of the top musicians in the world sing into a Shaw microphone on live shows. So it's an established microphone brand, no problem. But for a device of this cost, which I think was £250, you're welcome. Little bits shouldn't be falling off. Okay, this thing has never travelled. It's never been on the road. It has just sat here in my living room uh, on a on a um, sort of tripod thing. It's been very stable with this micro USB thing. And now this it's just fallen out and I can't. So anyway, the bottom line is that they they didn't do it very well. OK, they didn't do it properly. The other input is fine, but it's just uh, a bad design. They didn't do it properly. I mean, you could just see from the nature. I never enjoyed using that input because it always felt a little fragile. And hey, presto, it's let me down. I'm not a fan of things that let me down because then I can't trust them. 
Um, I've got a watch that stops occasionally, but not very often. It's a disaster. I cannot use a watch that occasionally stops working. And people would say, oh, it's fine. You get a good two weeks and then it stops and you get another good two weeks. I know, but I don't know when it's going to stop. And I could have a really important appointment. I've got to be up at five in the morning. I've got to catch a flight or I've got to go and do a TV show or something. And I wake up and I look at my watch and go, oh, it's only 4 a.m. I've got another hour in bed. But no, the bloody watch has stopped. So I cannot bear kit that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. So I've got no confidence in this device now. I'm going to have use a different input, which is the very chunkier input, which is going to be bulletproof and that's fine. But there shouldn't be another bit which is fragile and which could break. And I, I could have told them that that was going to happen. I never, never liked it. And so therefore, that is the message to you in today's show, which is to do things properly. OK. If you've got time. Do it properly. Now, remember, the contradiction to that theory is do bad work, right, which this show has invented. Do bad work. Give it three seconds. Do something average today rather than something amazing tomorrow. You know that that is, of course, a great mantra. Fine. But um, once you begin a task, you know, do do it to the maximum of your ability. Um, do it properly if you can. And there are times when you can't. OK, that's fine. You just do a very rough job. But if there's time, do it properly. And a friend of mine is an architect and she worked with a German plumber I told you this story before, but it bears repeating. And uh, there was a, they were working with a developer who was all about the bottom line. And the developer wanted the worst plumbing and said to the plumber, can you can you just do really bad plumbing on this this new apartment block? Because I want to save this amount of money. Just do it cheap, cheap, cheap. And in the end, the German the German plumber quit the job because he said, I, I can't I just can't do it badly. He started trying to do it badly and it, 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 you know, he just his body wouldn't let him. His soul, his spirit wouldn't let him do it badly. And I think that Shaw microphones, you know, they didn't do that well. They didn't do that thoroughly. This is why Rolexes okay, and Amigas and Tag Heuer watches and Cartiers, the reason why they're expensive and why they're popular Porsches, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, why are they so expensive and why are they so popular? Because they're very well made. They're all done properly, aren't they? My dad was not uh, a wealthy man by any means. But when I was a kid, we used to have all these different cars, like, of, well, not all these, we had always one car, but we had a Volvo and there was, no, not, not a Volvo, a Vauxhall. We had a, an, an, an Audi, which at the time was not such a premium brand. It was kind of known as a poor man's Mercedes. My mum had a Fiat, a great car, Fiat Uno. But when I was growing up, the difference between a good car and a bad car is that like a Mercedes Benz, right? They, they just didn't break down. So you could just like get to your destination without steam pouring from the grill the front grill of the car whereas you know cheaper cars they just like exploded and had all sorts of problems and they didn't work cheap cars just were not reliable and then expensive cars were so my dad bought a second-hand Merc for six thousand pounds which I think was a lot of money in the late 80s but not astronomical 
And that car, that was an absolute monster. It was a machine. It was a, a, a tank. It was a 230. No, it was a 280 CE Silver Coupe, if you want to Google that. The year 1981. Beautiful car. Absolutely bulletproof. Because it was done properly. They made the car properly. It was built without compromise. And this Shure microphone, there's a compromise there. Most of it's good, but there's a weak spot, which is the micro USB input. They've cut that corner. Will I buy a Shure again? Possibly not, because my confidence in that brand has been dented. It's the same with it's the same with um, Sennheiser headphones. I've had a couple that just broke, sort of fell apart. It's like, that's it. I can't. I cannot have, especially when a brand is considered like top end, like Sennheiser. Meanwhile, Sony's, I've never had any Sony product that broke. Find it ridiculously good. And similarly, I guess maybe it's a Japanese thing, but Toyotas. I now have, well, I now have, I've had it for many years, a Toyota Prius 2010 model hybrid. Great car. It's done about 60,000 miles, still going strong. Built properly, done properly. Bits don't fall off it. It's not fragile. Built without compromise and not even a posh car, but just done properly. So whatever you're doing in your life, uh, where time allows, if you're busy or you can't be bothered, you're procrastinating, then just do it badly. Remember that because I, I want you to get moving. So just get it out there, get it done. Right? It doesn't have to be perfect. Da, 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 da. But if you're enjoying it and you're in the mood and there's time and you've got the energy and the inclination, once you've got going, do it properly and people will thank you and you will become more in demand, more premium. So a Rolex watch is expensive because it's done properly with lots of parts inside that work. It won't break. It looks good. That's why it's expensive. So whatever you're doing in your work, be the person, be the equivalent of the Rolex in your office. Be a Rolex, right? Be better than the others. And what does that involve? By every task that you're doing, do it properly, do it really well. Take pride in it. Put some love and heart and soul into it. Give it your all. Managers talk about this, and I've mentioned this on the show before. Leave everything on the pitch. When it comes to football, right? Leave it on the pitch. What they mean by that is just give all energy to the game so that at the end of the game, you're crawling down the, down the tunnel. It's the same with sprinters. You know, you when you watch the Olympics and they do the sprint, what, like 400 metres, 800 metres. Have you noticed how they, they can barely walk once they cross the finish line? Because there is absolutely nothing left. They just put it all out there into the race. Maximum amount. That's what's going to get you places. So tomorrow, if you're working or even tonight, this afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this show, go and give it 100%. Give it your all. Do it properly. Put your blood, heart and soul into it. And you will be rewarded. Just like Cartier and Rolex and Mercedes-Benz are rewarded. Toyota, biggest car company in the world. Why? Because their cars work. And the reason why they work is because they're made properly. And we've all had cars, haven't we, that weren't made properly. And you can tell, and this is a microphone that was not made properly. 
There's no way, I'm just gonna say it now, if this was a Sony microphone, bits would not have fallen off like that. 250 quid, plus by the way, this device is only a couple of years old. I wouldn't mind getting it repaired, but I, the bottom line is fundamentally the design is bad, which means that I'll, I'll get it fixed, which will cost me money, and it will happen again. So we can't be doing with that. Um, another theme before I forget. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, really. I've got a really good one for you in a second. Um, another thing to say is if things aren't working out and there are problems, just go with the flow. So rather than cancel the podcast recording, I'm using the laptop microphone. It's not as good. But what I've done is I've you can't see it, but I've surrounded the, the laptop with cushions and foam. Because the issue with the laptop mic is it's a bit tinny, it's a bit echoey. So I've surrounded it in soft materials, which probably takes it in the direction of the proper microphone. And therefore it's like, okay, it's not ideal, but we've still got a podcast, haven't we? And we made it work. So if, you, if you're given the tools in life that are not quite up to scratch, see what you can do with them. There was a very good show on TV for years called Ready Steady Cook and it was a competition between two amateur cooks and they had to magic up an amazing dish with only a handful of ingredients. It'd be like, right, you get an onion, you get 500 grams of minced meats, garlic and tomatoes, go and make a great meal and you'd have to like, you know, do something amazing with this very limited set of ingredients. And uh, yeah, no, they did some amazing stuff. It was quite inspiring. So uh, make do and crack on and adapt if stuff is um, not satisfactory. Just, uh, you know, work with what you've got, basically. Don't throw your toys out of the pram. Again, that will win you favour with colleagues and friends. Like, let's imagine that you've booked a restaurant with your friends. and You're so looking forward to this lovely meal in a restaurant. You're going to be served and it's a gorgeous environment. You get there. And they messed up the booking and the restaurant is full. And you're like, oh my God. You make the best of it. You go to the supermarket and you buy loads of brilliant stuff and have a picnic in the park. It's going to be cheaper than the restaurant anyway, with more food. What's not to like? I've got to say, restaurants are doing my head in. I don't go very often. I got out of the habit post-pandemic because, of course, we were all locked away and couldn't go to restaurants. When I first went back to a restaurant, I couldn't believe how expensive everything was. I was in a pub and... My lovely other half and I, we were kind of like thinking, well, you know what? We've not been out in ages. We're in the pub. We're having a beer. Shall we have a bite to eat as well? So we asked for the menu and they were looking for £24 for a ribeye steak in a pub. Are you mad? Has anyone got that money? Even Bill Gates would be horrified at that. So restaurants do drive me mad. Steaks in particular, because I've just bought a steak today for £5.50. And that steak would cost... 25 pounds in a restaurant and I'm going to pay a fiver. That's why I don't go out very much. Uh, my rule with restaurants is that I go out, obviously make an occasion of it. It is a nice thing to do. And I'll go to places where I couldn't make that at home. So I can make a steak. I can do a steak and chips, can't I? And you can do that. And I can do spaghetti bolognese or pasta al pesto. I can do that. What I can't do is an amazing Thai dish or really authentic curry. You cannot make a good pizza at home. It doesn't matter how much money you spend. 
it's got to have that thing where the guy throws the dough around and it goes into the wood-fired oven. It'll never be as good at home. But otherwise, I don't bother. Now, lots and lots to get through. First of all, Christmas is coming. And therefore, you need a couple of things. You need gift ideas and you need activity ideas. So um, I'm going to kind of roll the two into one. You're going to likely be at home with family and or friends for quite a long time. Maybe Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, over New Year. The terrible no man's land between Christmas and New Year. So can I suggest you get your home kitted out with some analogue games. And these games work for all ages. They work for Grandpa, who is 90, and they work for little Johnny, who is seven. Games at home, right? Because And the reason why I'm big on this is because I don't like board games. I struggle with things like Monopoly, Trivial Pursuit, Risk. Uh, is chess a board game? I suppose it is. Because oh my God, all the rules. I can't be bothered to work out what the rules are. And my memory of, I mean, got very happy family memories of Christmas. But the only downside of Christmas when I was growing up is games of Monopoly that never ended, which has gone for hours. People get very cross and upset and argue with each other about is someone cheating or it's my turn now or you owe me a hundred pounds because you've landed on Mayfair. There's just so many recriminations so much fighting, forget it. So it really put me off board games, getting your head around the rules and having to sit there for hours. Oh my God, welcome to hell. I do not like board games. And by the way, this is not me saying that board games are bad because millions of people enjoy them around the world. I believe it's my fault. It's my weakness, not not the people that, you know, it's not the board games. It's not them, it's me. But I never bonded with them. So what I do like though, is I like, I like actual games with a ball, which is a active game. So it's not, you know, cards with, you know, different bloody ace of spades and then I'll trump you with a jack and this is my king and God, please give me strength. Welcome to hell. Instead, I like the following. And I did this a couple of years ago, which is that a family member has <clears throat> grandmother lived in Italy at the seaside. And so the family use that place in the summer. And I'm lucky enough to go there from time to time. And I was in a shop while I was there. It was a toy shop and they had a miniature pool table half price. And it was something quite reasonable, like 20 euros. It was, it's made of wood, I suppose, maybe a bit of plastic involved, but kind of a or pretend wood. How big would you say it is? Um, less than a metre long. So it's a compact little table. It's a tabletop pool table. So it's a little pool table that goes on a table and it comes with all of the balls and it comes with two cues. And I bought it because I thought this is a great investment for visits to this place. Because let's say the weather's not good or you just had enough of being out and about. And you can be at home, especially with kids, but also with adults as well. And you can play a few games of pool. And it's very satisfying. And even though a real pool table, the kind you get in pubs, 
is much more satisfying. Actually, the mini pool table, you kind of forget how small it is after a while. In some ways, it's more of a challenge than regular pool because the balls are smaller and the holes are smaller for potting. So little mini pool table, so hours of fun. It's been a huge, roaring success. People cannot wait to play on that thing in the evenings. Really, really nice. So for Christmas, you could invest in a tabletop pool table. Now that I'm stuck with this laptop as a recording device, there is one advantage, which I've now got the internet in front of me. So shall we see how much tabletop pool table, how much it would cost? But this is a great gift for the family. And the kids, but you don't, this is not have to be for the adults. Okay, Argos are doing one for 79 quid, but it's really posh. There's another one which is from Flying Tiger and it's 30 quid. Then there's one, another from Argos, which is called High Pro. And that is, wait a minute, let me show them. I hope I'm giving you the right advice here. Three foot. Yeah, I think so. It plays, goes on a tabletop. So isn't that brilliant? 30 quid, 26.50, you get your own pool table. Normally you've got to win the lottery to own a pool table, don't you think? Decathlon, who are very good value, have a Pongori mini pool table, gray felt, 59.99, that's 60 quid, but it does look good. Or a John Lewis one, Toy-rific power play, 25, 25 inch tabletop pool game. Anyway, that's all you got. Just Google tabletop pool table and you will be very, very impressed. But I mean, you basically, you can pay as much as 130 quid. You can also pay as little as 26. And I would go down, I'd go down the cheaper route if I were you. Anyway, there you go. So we've got one of those. It's a lot of fun. I, I would quite like to have one here at home. It's that good. But that's not going to break the bank, is it? So that could be, that could go under the tree this Christmas. You could give it to an adult or you could give it to a kid, but either way, everyone in the family will be using it. Now, let me make sure I just get back on the home screen here because we don't want to lose any of this, any of this gold, do we? Uh, the other one that you can play at home, which is amazing, is golf, okay? Yes, you can play golf at home, putting. So what you do, you can buy sort of a home putting set. So that will be a putter which is essentially a golf club designed for just hitting the ball into the hole. So it's not like a golf club where you've got to scoop the ball into the air. This is for rolling it along the carpet into a thing. And quite often you'll get these kits. PGA, who are the kind of golf authorities, they do a sort of mini golf set and it's a putter. And it also they provide a sort of strip of pretend fake grass maybe three meters of of grass, which then finishes in a, in a hole and you've got to roll the ball along the grass into the hole. Anyway, a home mini golf set, really enjoyable. Do you want me to price that as well? Come on then, let's do this. By the way, I went to the opticians and uh, she's trying to get me, lovely lady, optician lady is trying to get me, woman, lovely woman, is trying to get me to wear very focals, which means that the prescription is a bit thinner when you look down, which means it's easier for me to read. Because what I've got to do at the moment is do what Jerry Springer used to do on his TV show. When he used to read from cue cards, he would have the glasses 
sort of perched on his forehead so he could actually read the text. And I do that. And I'm doing that right now if you're watching on YouTube. But I don't fancy it because I had a pair years ago and I got a bit seasick because you kind of the lens is different as you look up and look down. But it does mean I've got to make this compromise right. OK, quickly, let's crack on because there's a few other things before before we go. This is a shorter episode today, for which I apologise. Um, when are we getting a, when are we getting another XL show, do you think? When are we getting a really long, fat episode? Hmm. Don't know. I think the Christmas special is going to be a beast. That's the plan. Because this is episode 46, which will go out on the 10th of December. Then 47 will go out on the 17th. So, yeah, I think we're going to go crazy on the 24th. That's when I'm going to drop it. I'll keep dropping it on a, on a Sunday. I might as well keep with tradition. Right. Um, mini golf set. Let's see how much these are. Um, yeah, there's one which is a mini golf putting green mat for indoors and outdoor portable golf putting mat with ball return. And that is uh, that's from Temu, which is a, a Chinese online shop that I'm quite a fan of. I think it's like a Chinese Amazon. Then there's another one golf game set, large five piece set, twenty four fifty from Groupon UK. Rife Deluxe Edition Golf Putting Mats, $44.99 from American Golf UK. And so on and so on. Let me see where the PGA one is, because I thought the PGA one was quite good. PGA. Putting. Should you say putting? Um... Oh dear, oh lord, yeah, I'm not, this is, I'm very naughty how slow this is. Oh, there you go, yeah, see, best things come to those who wait. PGA Tour Practice Putting Mat Green. And that is, it's basically a little strip of pretend grass and it kind of goes uphill and there's three different holes in there. Indoor and outdoor putting mat. And that costs 40 quid. The only problem with that is it doesn't come with the putter. But um, there you go. You could go to Amazon. See, this is why I don't Google. Any, you know, this is why I don't Google whilst we're doing the show normally. Um, right. But now I've got, you need closure and so do I. P PGA Golf. All right. So let's see. I've just Googled. I've just put PGA Golf into Amazon. And it's not satisfactory what I've come up with. So now I'm going to go putter. Putter. Isn't it terrible that we've resorted to Amazon? There you go. That'll do. Um, PGA Tour Executive Golf Putting Gift Set. $29.99. And it's good because you get a ball. You get the putter, which actually comes in parts. So it's portable. It comes in a nice little carry case. And uh, it's even got a kind of metal device that you would land the ball in. Um, it hasn't got the pretend grass, but you can just do it on carpet. So if you've got a carpeted home, that could be the way to go. So there's lots of ways. To do it. There's a cheap way to do it, by the way, is just to buy a, an actual putter, some golf balls and improvise a little hole. The other thing you can do, which we do when we're on holiday, 
is we take a putter and some balls with us. And let's imagine we're, we're out and about in, in sort of um, the park or something. You can just create a little hole in the grass and just roll the ball into the hole and make that the game. Anyway, it's brilliant. Loads of fun. Uh, the other great games at home, darts. And be really careful with small children because those darts are lethal. But if everyone is a bit bigger in the house, um, older children and adults, hours of fun with darts. Huge amount of fun. You buy a dartboard and you hang it on the wall and it can just stay there forever. And it is the gift that keeps on giving. It's a dartboard. You can buy a dartboard. I won't look it up because we've had too much of that today, for which I apologise. You can buy a dartboard for a re very reasonable amount of money, maybe 50 quid, maybe less. Of course, you can pay more, but that ballpark is not bad. And this is not going to be something you ever throw away. And that's it. Um, those, those are the toys. There's one more. And shall I make this my product of the week? I'm going to do that. My product of the week is a Nerf gun, N-E-R-F gun. Now, you would have thought this is all for kids. The Nerf gun. And what a Nerf gun is, is it's it's a gun, it's a toy, comes in all different sizes, but the principle is the same, which is that you get these foam darts. Okay, I don't have a dart on me. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this Nerf gun. Um, it's got these darts and they are basically made of foam with a kind of rubber tip. So they're not dangerous. I mean, I wouldn't shoot someone in the face with one. It could hurt their eye. So please, please, please be careful. But as long as you shoot for the body, if you aim at the body, then um, kids can be, you know, I mean, they are for kids. They're going to they're not going to have a problem. My kids have had some great Nerf gun parties where they're, all their mates turn up and they're running around the place shooting each other. And I go, look, body only, not head. And that's fine. And they love that. But there's something that everyone can do with a Nerf gun, right? This is kids, but adults as well. So, again, if there are no kids in the house over Christmas, but adults who have a sense of fun, you can create a shooting range. Now this is improvised. So what you do is you buy yourself a Nerf gun, you get all different sizes. There's, we, they've got a massive one. Um, my lad's got a massive one in his bedroom. This is medium size, which is uh, probably about, uh, let me think, 50, 50 centimeters long, 60 tops. But you can get even smaller ones. It, the size literally doesn't matter. Where have you heard that before? And what you do is you line up some empty plastic bottles, like a kind of your little Evian bottles or whatever, or any, any container that's sort of empty and light. And you point the gun at the, uh, at the empty bottle and you just try and shoot it down. And it becomes a competitive game. Different bottles can have a different value. So, you know, maybe the hard to reach bottle is three points. The, the bigger, easier to reach bottle is one point. But anyway, you've just got this shooting range and you kind of got to really focus your eyes and then bang, you shoot the bottle over. So I guess it's a bit like bowling, but you're shooting. It's marvel. It is. It's a shooting game. And it's hours of fun, not just for kids, but for adults. I would highly recommend it. Now, folks, this brings us to the end of the show. It was a very compact episode. I hope you don't mind. More to come next week. I'll be unpicking procrastination next week, dealing with grief and um, selling. Marketing, sell what you're doing. 
plus fairy lights and LED candles. All of that next week and much, much more. A big inspirational message as well. So I can't wait till next week. But thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you for listening and or watching. Tell your friends, spread the word. And let me once again tell you that this week I want you to do things properly. If you can, if there's time, you've got the inclination. If, if it... If it was a choice of doing it not that well or not at all, then please do it not that well. It's all about being active and productive. But if you can, do things properly. And this week, I want you to be a Rolex, not a Casio. And people will notice. Remember what the comedian Steve Martin said when his career was going nowhere. He said, get so good, they can't ignore you. Have a great week. Lots of love. I'll see you next time. Bye bye.